Welcome to Word from the Mountaintop, a weekly inspirational podcast brought to you from the Mountain Luther Parish. Today's Word of the Lord will be shared by Pastor Jason or Pastor Jess Felici. When Jesus saw the crowd, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of our Lord. You may be seated. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Who are these, robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. If I was looking for a couple of verses to bring together and summarize All Saints Day 2020, this one is it. This verse, and really the whole of the Revelation text, brings together the hope and the celebration of All Saints Day, especially against the backdrop of these times in which we live. These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. Well, given the year that we have had, one thing comes to mind for most of us when I talk about the great ordeal. We certainly are still in the midst of it, despite our COVID fatigue. But for John and his community, the community that's receiving this letter we call Revelation, The great ordeal was persecution, hardship, and oppression by the ruling communities. The great ordeal that they faced was because they believed in Jesus, and they were ostracized for that belief. The great rulers of the earth were trying their hardest to quickly eradicate their kingdoms of Christians. They did not want to compete with any other lord or king. In this text, we have a vision, a glimpse of the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. On this day, that's being described in Revelation, in this vision, there are people from every nation, from all tribes, peoples, and languages. And together they stand around the throne singing, 
and waving palm branches. And as we translate these words into English, we hear the refrains of many of our worship songs right here in this very text. Right? Blessing and honor and glory and might be to God and the Lamb forever. Amen. This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia. Right? These worship songs that we wonder where they get the words from, well, many of them, a pretty good amount of them, come from Revelation. And these who have come through the great ordeal are singing praise and thanksgiving to God who has brought them out of that ordeal and will protect them forever. Today, we pause. We pause and remember the saints, specifically those who have died in the past year and who now rest in the Lord. And each year our list includes names of a wide variety of folks, every Sunday churchgoers, family members and friends, folks who grew up here but drifted away from the church, people who moved away from the area and we haven't seen much maybe even a couple folks who rarely darken the doors of any church. And so as we look at this list of a wide variety of names, what does it mean for us to call these people saints? What does it mean to call this gathering a gathering of God's saints? Who's a saint? And, and how, how do we become one? Well, maybe the most natural of human questions would be, what do I have to do to become a saint? Usually what we ask if we want to become something or join something. But if we ask that about becoming a saint, we're really putting the focus on the wrong person. Because All Saints Day is not about what we do. It's about what God does. Yes, there are some on this list of saints who helped us to know Jesus better. There are people that you think of when we remember the saints, whether they died in this past year or 10 years ago or 50 years ago, because he or she was a beloved Sunday school teacher or led a wonderful or engaging Bible study or sat in that seat right there, wherever that seat is, right? Every Sunday for years and years and years. But there are also some folks on, a, on the list that aren't doers. And yet they are saints as well. Not by what they have done, but by what God has done. Those who are gathered around the throne in our Revelation text cannot stand there on their own. That's the question that starts this whole text. As the introduction says, he's asked, who is able to stand? And the answer is those who have been brought out of the great ordeal only by the grace of God. God has brought them out of this trial and tribulation and oppression and has allowed them to stand around the throne and worship. Now the imagery in this text is so vivid it's one of those biblical texts that paints a picture with words. And as I said at St. John, if the colorblind pastor is the one telling you that 
the words paint a picture, then it really paints a picture, right? And of all the images in this text, the one that stands out to me is when they wash their robes in the blood of the Lamb. And it makes me think back to a science experiment that we did with either Sunday school or Bible school. I can't remember when we did it. But you take a bucket and you fill it with water and you use some chemicals and it makes the water really dark, dark red, right, like blood. And when you put a dirty cloth in, as long as you have the chemicals mixed correctly, you put the cloth in and when you pull the dirty cloth out, it's clean. And of course, you pick white, and so this dirty white cloth comes out white as snow. And this image of washing their robes in blood, and you think they're going to come out completely red, wrecked, stained forever, and they come out white. Like many things in our life of faith, it's a paradox. That which goes in blood red, stained and dirty by the grace of God comes out clean and white and spotless. Those who have come out of the great ordeal have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. And the promise is that they will never hunger or thirst. The heat will not overwhelm them. The Lamb will guide them to the springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. When we're meeting with family members of folks who have died, when they think about the death of their loved ones, their parents, spouse, child, this text gives them hope. And this text gives us hope as well. This is a vision of victory for God's people, what we will have in eternity. And we give thanks today on All Saints Day for those people those saints who have pointed us toward that vision of the one who has done this for us. These last months have been a great ordeal. They've been a challenge, to say the least. We have had to refrain from gathering. And for many, it is still unsafe. We can't worship how we would like to. We can't sing together as we wish. But this is not the first time that the church has gone through trial or tribulation. It's not the only time in history that God's people have been thrown into diaspora. But thanks to the witness of Revelation, we can look forward with confidence to God's future. We can be assured that the church of Jesus Christ will be protected and guided through any adversity that comes our way. And we have the promise that God will have the final word. Not sin, death, the devil, the world, or even COVID. God has the final word. And that word is salvation for all who believe. And on that day when we can sing safely, 
It will be glorious to hear Diana playing that hymn of praise with the horrible page turn right in the middle. This is the feast, and we'll be singing together on men, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And then it will be for us as it was for God's people in this text so long ago. Who are these people? Robed in white, and where did they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. And then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Thanks be to God for the victory that we have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And for further messages from our clergy, feel free to visit wordfromthemountaintop.org.